Hello and welcome to The Ball Bags, a weekly podcast breaking down all the news from the United Rugby Championship, the NFL, the English Premier League, the NBA and the wide world of sport. Hello and thanks very much for tuning in to this week's episode of The Ball Bags Podcast, episode 2.11. Delighted to be joined by the bottom feeder athlete. How are you, mate? Are you all good? All good, lad. Just the two of us this week. Yeah, I think the coach of the game outside of Dublin, and he didn't know how long it would take him to get there or get back. So he actually said, lost. like, just fighting people alone, getting back to the promised land is, is the reason he won't make it. Yeah, God love him. He um, said, "Fuck him." <laughs> he's he, he has to go outside of the M50, and he's not really sure about the the lands outside of that area. Struggles when he leaves them. Um, strange weekend of sport. Obviously, we'd know um, Six Nations had finished. We'd know um, Premier League action. We did have a full slate though in the URC. Um, Edinburgh obviously making history as well. From the first club from Europe to win overseas in South Africa. So there's a bit of history for you. Um, also had Women's Six Nations kick off this weekend. Ireland obviously falling short just to Wales but look it's great to see it's great that it's a standalone tournament now as well plenty of TV coverage it's good for the women's game in this country um, what about for yourself bottom feeder athlete any notable sporting events this weekend just been kind of dying apart from like obviously the Ireland match yesterday was uh, like my housemate watched it so that's like do you know when the boys start getting a bit of interest in the games and you're like oh this is it it's like going to be back when we were uh, do you remember Robbie Keane's goal in the <laughs> World Cup that's type two, like that you remember that and he's doing the cartwheel everyone in primary school probably in primary school at the time doing cartwheels like around the carpet hall that's the type of goals now that, that yesterday's match kind of I could never do cartwheels now, I'm not going to lie at all. No, you're not symmetrically built now for cartwheels. <laughs> <laughs> I can run at people. To some yeah, effect, you're, you're, you're a bowling ball. <laughs> not symmetrically built for cartwheels. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not, I'm not even offended by that. That's when you know. Do you know you can always say you're you're comfortable with yourself dying in the ground? Is that when you can turn around and say, look, cartwheels are just never going to do it for me? <laughs> And Not when, a, thing, when yeah. a woman accepts that, and I can I can live happy, start being productive yeah. member of society. Yeah, fair, fair. Um, I suppose <laughs> kicking it off in partnership with the Athletic. Click that link in the podcast description for a month's free access to the best journalists in the world. Um, player of the week. Who was player of the week for yourself, Bambi uh, Riley? I met you a joke this week in a very competitive, I suppose. A novel touch on later on, very much kind of a three horse race at the minute, isn't it? Really, the NBA. Ish. Not that I agree with it, and we can row about it, but yeah, I joke it this week. Very dependable. Fair. In a week fair, without fair, football. Fair. Yeah, I went. I went the patriotic route. I picked uh, Agbeni. Obviously, that. Would you call it a wonder goal? Like, give it the title of a wonder goal, maybe against Belgium. Fucking screaming. Um, yeah, I know it's only a friendly, and I know Belgium weren't at full strength but there were some noble names in that Benj- Belgium um, squad so if I was at Benny's agent I would be seriously starting to getting ready summer 
money. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I wouldn't it? It's just mad. Like one goal like that, just see boys uh, tearing into the summer. Then after scoring a goal, and they get they get a nice new contract, a nice transfer. Do you remember James Rodriguez from the World Cup, and he got that deal, and he went yeah, to Madrid. And <laughs> Wild things. Even after. close to the home, and even close to home, we were chatting about just uh, off air, but kind of the feel good factor with Irish football at present and it's not a million miles away from say 2002 at the World Cup remember Gary Breen we all dream of a team of Gary Breen's he went to the World Full Cup as technically a free agent he was offered a new contract refused a new contract went to the World Cup had a great World Cup to be fair and came home to a new transfer he went to West Ham he'd gone from someone in the championship like it was a, it was a wise decision in the end he took a gamble so yeah, if you if you start like if you can get to a major tournament, you can play well. Um, it's usually a good transfer to come. The timing is everything, though. Like you get like especially like in you know coming into April now, and you're just fresh on mm. fresh on the tongue. And some brand new team has a brand new Saudi sheik ready to throw money at you. Uh, I don't <laughs> don't know about that now, but maybe you know maybe someone like Brentford could do it. Um, could do it another man aside from Ivan Tony. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I agree. Um, but if you had to, if you had to pick one, if you had to pick between Joe Jokic or Benny. Yeah, Benny. Has to be this week. Has like yeah, uh, yeah. the goal was so good. Just the feeling you get out of that Irish game yesterday was nice. That doesn't happen mm. too often. So no, it hasn't happened too often in recent years. But there was a lot to get through this week. Um, we've taken the opportunity of not having the coach. Um, this was chat maybe free agency in the NFL. As well as a look ahead, we're coming to the very close and the dying embers of the NBA regular season, so we'll chat to that as well. So that'll be kind of our agreed degree subjects this week, and then we'll finish off. But have you seen this in partnership with usasports.co.uk? Again, just click the link in the podcast description. There's plenty of US sporting apparel at your fingertips. Um, but I suppose to kick us off, bottom feet about least. What have you brought for us this week for agree to disagree? Look, I know we were chatting obviously about the stacked AFC last week. It just seems to gone a little bit more stacked with the Colts trading for Matt Ryan. I know. Look, you don't like. Look, here it is. Just lay it out to you now. Do you think Matt Ryan has enough juice in his arm? No. No. At all. No. I went back. No, I, looked, I think. I, I think it's nothing to do with his arm. I think. His last time making the playoffs. His last time making the playoffs was obviously that Super Bowl. Yeah. I think if he gets to play off football, which he could, like it's a brilliant roster. He he's an anti Carson Wentz and that he's not a risk taker, so it's gonna be like calm, secure, kind of play calling. He'd be more than happy to let Jonathan Taylor just run the ball. Um he hasn't had a good run game in Atlanta so I think he'll they'll do good and they'll play, make the playoffs but I just don't see them as that genuine contender in what is an incredibly stacked AFC I think he, I think he could be dangerous I look dangerous I went, yes I went, I went back and looked at Matt Ryan and I was like right okay he's, he's 37 this is the in vogue thing right now isn't it that 37 year old or kind of 30 plus quarterbacks that have been stalwarts and, and very productive members of their teams 
in Matt Ryan's case, look, he's one of the best MVP seasons in recent memory as far as I'm concerned. Like his MVP year was top drawer stuff and I think anyone that would say it wasn't top drawer really needs to go back and look at like he eviscerated the field and was very unlucky at the end not to to come away with a Super Bowl and it changes the entire complexion of that man's career but if he wins that Super Bowl do you know what I mean and to be fair it doesn't just change the kind of topography of his career it changes the kind of standing of that organisation as well and yeah. we kind of we do probably take it for granted just how much of a joke of an organisation they have been outside of Matt Ryan's tenure not yeah not exactly pristine run or you know our blank and that NFC South is always there for the taking generally yeah like I mean, I mean it is a bit of a joke division um, fits and starts obviously Carolina have made it one to bowl with Cam they're a relatively new franchise you can't judge them too hardly the Saints outside of Peyton and Drew Brees were a joke franchise their nickname for years was the Aints because they ain't doing jack all basically um, and Tampa barring the two Super Bowls they've been absolutely irrelevant for yeah and not just irrelevant just a mess like you can be irrelevant and not like I would say Philadelphia um, I know they made the playoffs last year but they probably were irrelevant but they're not a mess of an organisation do, do you know what I mean? Like no, you can be I mean, irrelevant in a, in a rebuild but you're not a mess look Philly a lot of people would argue that Philly just need the need the quarterback and you're right back in the mix again um, mm. look there's always a lot to be said about that but uh, look just obviously getting back to Ryan like, you go from the highs to the high of that season to where he spent all last year his number one receiver went missing because he's a degenerate gambler and yet like look it's not as if the numbers were stellar but the numbers certainly aren't drastically bad like 20 and 12 on that team and he just has them home along I think he I just think he has more I think he's more I definitely think he's more on that roster that he doesn't need to be sitting behind John Taylor. He's good enough to actually go and win the Colts games next year. I I, I, I understand where you're coming from, but he doesn't have to. He doesn't, you know but I, mean? I still think he's good enough that he can. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, this is not Peyton Manning's arm the last year in Denver we're talking about. It's not. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, you fair. see it and you're like, uh, okay, he he just, like, he, I, he still can attack, like, all areas of the field that he could normally so it just makes him more interesting like obviously like he's he's coming over to the FC it's it was a fucking gauntlet anyways he now just adds more to a gauntlet but I mean it's exciting that, it's that probably why Tom come back sorry say that again it's probably why Tom come back the grace um, transfer of talent between conferences like well, this is the next thing really isn't it like you look at Miami in the trade for Tyree Kill and I when I seen that the other day I was like that's illogical made no sense from it is and it isn't the so, two look it, it doesn't make sense to two because two can't fucking use them and but here's well, that's why it makes sense because it's 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 a move to move off to it yeah, and is it, is it a move to move on to Brady? But now they don't have the picks. 
Do you know? No, what I, don't, I, mean? I, I don't. I don't buy that Brady to Miami. Um, why is he? Go, why would he go to the AFC now? Like, he's not dumb, Tom. Um, but I suppose that Miami Miami pick for me said a lot about say the two organizations. So it said a lot to me about Kansas, and I'll tell you why. Um, you're familiar with the expression that genius leaves cues or leaves clues rather so like yep. if you want to anyone that's good at what they do they do actually leave clues and you can kind of follow them and stuff like that in the NBA it's very easy to get a dynasty you're out you're never more than two or three trades away from building a dynasty effectively um, yeah. in the NFL it's a lot harder to do the only one in recent memory well the most recent one sorry is the New England Patriots and what did the New England Patriots do they had a quarterback who was willing to not be the best paid quarterback in the league Kansas have that they had an all time great coach Kansas had that mm-hmm. and then what the New England Patriots did to separate themselves is they were never over attached to players no and Tyreek is the epiphany now of a fella look when you look at it him and Mahomes is a match made in heaven for the years that mm. they have like from a skills standpoint like Tyreek Hill is the fastest player in the league he probably still is the fastest player in the league mm. there thereabouts but he also wanted between 21 and 28 million per annum, mm. per annum as a wide receiver. And as a wide receiver, I can't, <clears throat> and I'm sure the Chiefs probably maybe taught this as well, is I can't logically go, you're worth the same money as Devontae Adams. No. And even if he's not, someone is going to pay him that money. Miami were happy enough to be like, yeah, that's fine then obviously it comes into the Tua thing like Miami already have like an absolute jet burner in Jalen Waddle but mm-hmm. he had to completely change his role last year from what he perceivedly came in as a deep threat to basically short catches and run out, turned into a run after the catch fella so yeah. unless Tyreek is going to be utilised like that as well so you now have two of the best deep threats in the league that have effectively running gone slants. from <laughs> running slants and hitches and bubble screens and all of this shit to get your quarterback going. And then runs. it would suggest. Wait. But Miami's also invested in, run, in the running game as well. They signed a fullback. Like who signs a fullback in 2022? Look, the Tim Riggins of the world will be cheering at home with their cans of Bud Light <laughs> and be happy out with that. But yeah, yeah look, it doesn't make sense for them to to really be rolling Matua you could be wrong but I, I, I still I, think, I think that Brady Brady I think Brady's in play there as well I know he's not thick but but why does he come back to Tampa then why does he not just if if he's retired his contract is null and void so why does he not just sign for Miami Did it, like that, I thought Tampa have, Tampa have the rights though if he does come back don't they fair um, the right like it, there was the thing you know with Brady does he go um, you know does he just have a word with the owner and be like look got your Super Bowl you're going to let me off the contract now when I come back type of wig wig nug nug and Arians is like nah you're playing like you come back you're playing for Tampa I do think Miami is a, a, a land a potential landing spot just because of the weapons now that they have, I, I don't see it. I don't. I, I'll be honest. I don't. I could be wrong, and I'm happy to be wrong. 
but I don't see it. Do you not think he'd love to just go out and smack all those kids around for one more season with the Dolphins? But like, that's such a hard division to go into now. So he has to go up, up the Buffalo. I don't think Tom's ego could take being beaten by Buffalo twice. I don't think Tom's ego could take being beaten by Bill twice. I don't think Bill had beaten twice this year. I think Max a year older. The 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 Josh Allen thing and, and Buffalo like poor unlucky unfortunate souls. They're a good side and you, you might get beaten by them twice. But if not Miami, do you think he stays? Do you actually think he's gonna stay in Tampa? I think the Tampa train is still ran. I think he's gonna stay in Tampa because Carolina mess. New England or uh, New Orleans they're relying on Jamie's Winston bit of a mess for me um, the Falcons just traded away their greatest ever quarterback mess then you look elsewhere in the NFC Cowboys have got worse this off season people are saying the Commanders now have, have with Carson Wentz are the best side in the NFC East no they're not Jesus um, and Philadelphia are still a, a work in progress so that's two divisions easy enough the Rams are going to take a back seat because look Super Bowl champions generally always take a back seat because of no, I, I don't know um, I contractual don't, like, obligations and stuff like that the way the Rams are built though that kind of roster building if you win two Super Bowls with that roster you've overachieved it's it's a roster that's built to win a Super Bowl yeah um, San Francisco is a bit of a mess right now with Trey Lance and stuff like that it's still a bit of a mess it's not as clear cut Seattle is in full rebuild make no and Arizona been a lot of mess in this offseason doesn't look as good as it looked last season and then you're left for the NFC North Chicago yeah Green Just Bay yeah. do you know what I mean Devontae Adams is now gone they've tied up Aaron Rodgers in a huge contract but he's no talent Detroit is Detroit arguably we're in a situation where the best side in the NFC North may be Minnesota wow that's a clear that's 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 as clear cut as a run to the Super Bowl as Tom's going to get ever in his career I think I can't remember the last time the NFC was that much of a shit fest as well and like when I got into the NFL the AFC was a mess yeah it was just the Patriots and the Colts knocking ahead of each other yeah whoever like the the route generally went through either Indianapolis or, or Foxborough New England sure. yeah more often than not Foxborough so you don't think Tom's going anywhere I also thought that the Niners were in play as well for Brady um, it's it's a good story it's a sentimental option but uh, I, I don't know I generally don't know but then I like he's really confused me this off season Tom um, yeah but you see the Trey Lance like it, it, it's perfect if yeah. they can get him for nothing and I don't under, like obviously when you see the first round picks going around for receivers now and the Deshaun Watson trade how does Brady how do you trade Brady and what do you actually expect back from is weird especially considering he just fucking retired as well you would yeah have to assume that it would be I don't know maybe a second round pick and that's insulting I think if Jimmy Garoppolo is traded is included in the trade for Tom Brady or we can put our hands down and say Tom Brady has ruined Jimmy Garoppolo's career from start to finish <laughs> like he, like 
Bill, Bill was ready to roll with, with um, Garoppolo Tom kicked off and and look he's proven right to be fair um, they traded Jimmy to San Francisco and if Jimmy is sent to Tampa it is where his career will die do you remember that stretch when Garoppolo got traded to the 49ers he had a 5 game sample size to end the season and he looked like the best thing since sliced bread it was just like oh here comes handsome Jimmy G to the bay and like all the mothers are putting their daughters out on the shop window to be like yeah you handsome fucker throwing those touchdowns come in here now marry marry up they all thought Jimmy was going to be in fairness he, he looked unreal for the five the five game sample and then it just and look he's not ba- like he's not bad he's still he's still a quarterback to let aside to the to the, to the Super Bowl and was very close to beating the Chiefs like if he was just a little bit better in that Super Bowl Kansas City Chiefs do not have a Super Bowl which is mad to say so you think Tom look so at the end of the day you think Tom is still put yeah I think he's saying put yeah I think it's a biz- like it's a business decision he, like but it was very the whole thing still I'm still not sure on the whole logic of a six six week retirement like just don't get it he's human as well he might genuinely have just gotten sick of the wife and kids which is fair but like if it's six weeks and you're sick of him like you, you're gonna have the next four years at least whenever he does with her yeah he probably doesn't die he's probably Highlander to be fair but I think he goes to one of those two teams okay okay I do Um. any other topics from the NFL the Deshaun Watson thing the press conference is a bit awkward on Friday I don't know if you've seen that the Haslam's uh, I mean they let Andrew Berry just roll that up themselves which is look to be honest that's a shocking decision from ownership to not like if you're going ahead with the biggest deal in a long time for not only the kind of currency that they give up but obviously all the hassle that Deshaun is currently embroiled in as well so both like for on field reasons and off field reasons like that's the biggest trade Mm. Jesus that could be the biggest trade probably as long as I possibly it is yeah like for all when you combine all the reasons that could be the biggest trade in the NFL in a long time and could stand to be the biggest trade in the NFL for a long time because obviously if Cleveland um, pan out and start doing a bit of damage no one will care in the long run that's the reality of the sports and no one will care but if he gets you know some sort of civil case or convicted in civil case even or anything like that even if, even if it's a civil case once it's not criminal I'm telling yeah. you now it, it's like it's just not going to be it's just no longer an issue and like I don't want to be harsh or play it down but it, it's never been an issue a player with a civil civil case like you look at Big Ben's career was never derailed the incident with Kobe people forget people have short memories people forget that these boys were all in hassle and Kobe was Kobe's revered Mm. universally Mm. loved no one gives a Mm. fuck it it is it's true though do you know what I mean it's people can call it what they want but you know time does seem to overrule these things I just found it surprising that the Haslam's uh, didn't that's bad ownership I, think. I just think it's bad ownership fair yeah 
But look, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see how it pans out. Because it's not. I don't think it's done. As in, like, I don't think this this is going away anytime soon. Civil tends to pay a bit longer, but I think he has the um, momentum of present having won one of the criminal cases. He's also um, enough money to pay them all off now as well. So yeah, now has yeah. But look, um, going down a dark pathway. So yeah, we done with the NFL. We move on to the NBA. Yeah, we we move on. Yeah, okay. So I suppose we've a little bit over a week left in the regular seasons. The Dying Embers. I think the eleventh and the twelfth of April are the scheduled dates for the play-in. Obviously, a few days rest with that. So we're looking looking like we're coming to the end. So just a few relatively um, sharp, quick questions, but they might turn into something more. So first up, who makes the play-in out west? So the current plane would be the, the Lakers, Lakers New Orleans. I, yeah, look, I, I find it hard to not... Like, LeBron is going to be too good down the stretch for them to not get the play-in, I think. Antonio Davis, or Anthony Davis, rather, could be back on Friday, 1st of April. Yeah, and... Like, I'm looking at the... The way the seeding works here would mean then that the Lakers would play like if they get in the playing and get to the playoffs then they're playing Phoenix in the first round yeah not even entertaining the idea of that are you entertaining the idea of do you think the Lakers are going to make the playing no I think they'll make the playing yeah but it yeah so what will happen is I think they'll beat New Orleans in the playing and I think think they could beat the they beat the Clippers then to make the playoffs effectively I think is how it works is it so if they come in as the lowest seed they play two games don't they yeah 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 Um. so, so that would mean they would play yeah and the Clippers I mean the Clippers are just not there they're just it's been a write off season they've had Kawhi out all season Um. And then Paul George got in there injured around November, December time. And obviously he was out for the rest of the season. So they've lost the two biggest stars. They've done well to be where they are, to be fair. Um, but yeah, I think... If I was being brutally honest, I think the Lakers will make the playoffs via the play-in. But I think they'll get bounced by Phoenix. Phoenix are... A different beast at present. Um, be in agreement or yeah I just look I don't think like the Lakers LeBron is going to have one fancy very nice or two very nice playing games where he's probably going to go off for like 40 and 50 points and just to prove a point that he can still do it but them Fair. actually even remotely I think it might be a gentleman game. sweep yeah. Four one. Be a gentleman sweep. They might get a game off them, but that Phoenix seems fucking good, man. Mm. Really good. I don't think they're getting enough hype either. No, which is very good and very dangerous for Phoenix, as in they're not getting the hype they deserve. So I think they're quietly going about their business. Um, yeah. Out east it's pretty much set I think that Atlanta and Charlotte would be the playing sides is there any hope 
that Brooklyn loses to one of those two teams no I can't see it but this, this is the thing he always said about Brooklyn as well is that people are hanging their hats on the fact at the time you know when they had the three players and they had James Harden Kyrie and, and Kevin Durant that there was always going to be some sort of hassle that would keep the three of them off the floor yeah. for long periods of time and that's the sort of mess they find themselves in there now I actually quite fancy Brooklyn against Philly I, I, I just Philly just never really kind of do a whole lot for me if an 8 seed was to knock a 1 seed off that's where it is that's where it is it, no chance I wouldn't give them any chance against Miami if Miami do take the top spot and Boston are the hottest team in the league um, they are but I think you need two closers to be a genuine contender and I think Boston is one closer Jalen Brown is good he's just not a closer for me yeah I do I still I wouldn't like if Boston like, look there's only there's actually no games between them really those top three seeds and Milwaukee so any one of the four I think there'll be a bit of what do you call it you know we might rest a few players here and drop down the rankings mm. here for the last 10 days because the reality is no one wants Brooklyn in the first round except for yeah. I would say the Bucks would quite happily go yeah fuck them we'll go out and just yeah. tear lumps yeah. off them and if we, yeah. we don't beat them in the first round we weren't good enough to win a championship this year anyways that's the only team yeah. I don't even think Miami would want to as Miami for me are not built for playoffs they'll be fun. they're like and, and I'm not saying this to, to slight you but they're like Denver to me of a few years ago where they'd be red hot in the playoffs and then they go out in the first or second round and that to me is Miami um, like I, I don't know if you've seen the big blow up between Jimmy Butler and Udonis Haslam uh, over the week they've lost their last four games as well on the trot um, so I don't know I just think Miami are a brilliant side but they don't have like don't really have a three point guru like are we saying Tyler Hierro is is, like is it th- no I don't think so they have um, I still think they're living off the bubble yeah uh, hey, don't be wrong I love I love Bam I love Jimmy but I just think they're they've on, got that temperament that they'll play hard on paper a, they're kept, on paper having Jimmy and Bam as a, your two front pillars defensively makes a whole lot of sense for playoff series games Mm. but they just seem to have chemistry issues not those two players but each other in general Miami as a team just seem to have chemistry issues they're not they're still living off that bubble you know the great bubble Mm -hmm. playoff run of two years ago Mm, and I just they don't particularly kind of scare me all that much but I wouldn't be surprised Mm. to see them in the East finals either yeah, the the East is 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 an unknown for me. To be fair, I know what I'm getting at West. I just don't know what I'm getting. Like Chicago is taking a massive, massive drop, and I can appreciate like all the hype that's going around Boston at the minute. Mm. From you know, like from where they were right at the start of the season. Glad he's not here for this. I know, but <laughs> they don't like. They don't particularly 
frightened the bejesus of me either. I don't no. think anyone in the East really, as it stands, are terrifying. No. no, I think I think whoever wins the Western Conference final will win the NBA. Is my kind of and I'd be problem. happy to hang my hat on the books, mm. just because I know Giannis is going to like win playoffs. Playoff series now, and the monkey's off, and he's won his he's won his championship. He will destroy, like he'll destroy the field, and I think that's probably where I'd lean more than anywhere else right now for Milwaukee to probably come out. Yeah, I mean they have the experience to be fair, and and like I said about closers, they've two closers in Janice and the most underappreciated closer in the league, Chris Middleton, mm. and on a good day they've three because Drew Drew Holiday can can jump off. Um, to be fair, hmm. next thing, yeah, I was gonna ask you on is who for you has been the regular season MVP? Oh, not who you think will get it. Who has it been for you? I'm just gonna say it. It's Morant. Good man. Thought we were gonna have a row there. And I. Uh, look there's also an argument that Devin Booker is not getting enough love here either again it comes back to that whole quietly going about his business look element isn't it I, it's, it's for me it's Morant because the raw numbers are good but it's the pure like every time you see him and it's Memphis and Memphis are competitive and if this was Derek Rose we wouldn't even be having the conversation we would just have given him the award three months ago so is there like a little bit of a bias here that like they're like oh I just don't think we've seen enough out of him yet to give him the award look the three front runners right now are fucking uh, Gambid, Jokic and and Giannis Giannis yeah that's who's leading the all-star so Embiid is, is leading by quite a distance uh, yeah. not quite distant sorry he has total votes 789 Jokic 754 Janice is only 512 so it's them right. two out in front it's Jokic and Embiid and Embiid and anyone that would have a logical argument with me would know that look Embiid or Jokic like Jokic across all advanced metrics is murdering him Mm. but Denver are the sixth seed so like as, th- as that shouldn't matter though I know look look as biased as you are it like, shouldn't the seed, if, you, if you take the Jokic seed, the seeding does count look, look Jokic have dragged Denver like which and this is where you'd argue for him is because he's doing it without any of his good support like his supporter's gone Jamal Murray has been gone all year and he has he single-handedly dragged that team right into the middle of the Western standings. Which is yeah, but if, if Jokic isn't playing, they don't even make the playing. So that's your argument for Jokic, which is, that's okay. I just don't think it's strong enough to be overturning uh, like Morant this year and he's not even getting into the top three. He hasn't even got 100 votes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think... That's fair. I think what Jokic has done is he's been stellar this year. He's arguably been better than this year than he was last year when he won the fucking thing. But for Morant to not even get a look at that, something is not right. Even and, and the same kind of a Booker as well. 
and Butler's then tight, they can tight the, tent with Jimmy Butler. Is he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll go through the top ten with you. So they've won six games. And B Jokic, Giannis, Steph Curry, Chris Paul, Ja Morant, Demar Derozan, Kevin Durant, Luka Doncic, and then tight tent is Devin Booker and Jimmy Butler. Yeah, like for Durant to be ahead of Booker this year. Tells you all you need to know about MVP voting, don't you? It's storylines. It's storylines. Yeah, anyway, so um, who have you got? I've got Morant as who I... I, I have Morant. I generally have Morant. It's who I would have. Who would I would have. Now, the next question is who's going to win it? I think it is going to be Embiid. I... I think they're going to give it to him, yeah. As much as I don't agree with Jokic getting it, I'd rather Jokic getting Embiid. Yeah, I, I would too. But I just... You can, you can kind of predict the MVP as in like who's actually going to get it now whereas before like they they do pick it based on storylines it's it's why Russ won it it's why Harden won it the years they did it's all about storylines and I think they're just going to give it to Jimmy or to Joel and B because of the storylines in Philadelphia this year right so normally look it's generally like they're they're about to team the best record Mm. so at the season's end right when the votes and those votes are going to be done and if Philly are the fourth seed just I'm just throwing it out there and hypothetically you know Boston are sitting in the one seed or whatever is Jason Tatum going to get any more additional hype for votes I don't think so I think a lot of people are happy to just let Jason Tatum walk away at this stage he's 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 kind of a superstar without getting he's a bit like Booker he's kind of a, a superstar without getting the recognition of being a superstar yeah like we all know he's very good but we don't we don't Steph Curry him well Steph Curry's a bit different Steph Curry's changed the game but we don't Kevin Durant him or we don't Kyrie Irving him even a lot oh. of people wouldn't put him on the same level as, as, as Kyrie Irving which for me I think is wrong no it's just when you look at it comes back to being a clear and cut best team say in the conference is generally like one of the deciding factors I'd have in my head to to mm-hmm. help and make the case or someone but right now wait what what have we got left like a dozen games even a dozen games probably ten games some teams have ten half, games half a, half, a, half a dozen games aside I'd say there's still no clear games. cut best team in the east which actually just now makes the argument for Morant even more logical. Just give the boy the yeah. fucking trophy. Second best side in the in the West. If you're not going to give it to Booker, uh, I'm a looker. I don't think Booker's going to get a vote, and that's like sixteen, sixteen, fourteen, and he's not even getting a mention. And I was like, there's no logical argument to it. Because Chris Paul has missed a few games. Miss Chris Paul's been out for a while now as well, so he's actually just been carrying the load uh, even more for them. Mm-hmm. I think it's just because he has a bit of a. I think Booker kind of maybe has a bit of a skin to shed before people start looking at him as like Phoenix need to win one more year of of winning say fifty fifty five plus games. And Booker needs to kind of shed the whole I'm a really bad defender 
thing as well. I I think he needs a statement, like a Jordan the shot game in the playoffs before people start taking him serious. Do you know what I mean? I think he needs to. He he's never had that moment. Although he's been very good, he's never had that moment. That I don't sense. think people associate Phoenix as being his team yet either, and I can see that it it's still. They've only been successful since Chris Paul has been there. Yeah. And I understand the value that Chris Paul brings to Phoenix. Yeah. But Devin Booker, I look anyone that knows their basketball knows that Devin Booker is a better basketball player than Chris Paul right now. It's mm. just the intangibles that Chris Paul has given Phoenix have obviously allowed them to flourish. Take that jump. And he's now been I suppose it's now associated as his team. So um, fair. So, who is your who? Who are they going to give the MVP to? Is what I asked you. Uh, they're going to give it to Morant. Okay, I think they're going to give it to Embiid. Do you think, think they're going to give it to Embiid? Fuck Embiid! Yeah. I'm not even going to. I don't even want to fucking say it. They're going to give it to Morant. We want Morant to have it. Yeah, and they're going to give Morant. Morant. I think it's going to happen. Magic. <laughs> okay. Manifest. Manifest. Uh, Right, call it your Eastern and Western Conference matchups finals now. Um. So the East is a little bit more harder to predict because mm. we need the seeding first. So well, who, yeah, I think the top eight sides are going to be the top eight sides in the East. Yeah. Whereas I think it might change in the West. Can Boston play Milwaukee in the finals? Uh, not e- one versus A to. Uh, I'm not sure. So could we go with say our ideal matchup is that Boston would play Milwaukee for me? That would be. Okay. That. I suppose my dreams because there's only like the Milwaukee lose tonight or whatever and it could flip and suddenly they can't play mm. each other so if you want me to if you want to ask me what's my ideal Your matchup, matchup my, my matchup matchups. I I want Celtics books I think would be my Eastern and at West the Western one uh, Phoenix definitely um And up until about three weeks ago, I probably would have said Phoenix Golden State, as even just from stylistically point of view, like would have been a, a great. But I think I'm. I'm gonna go with Phoenix versus the Jazz, as my ideal matchup. Okay. I don't uh, think well, whatever about the love we're given. Memphis at the minute I can't see them overturning them in a in a West Finals yet they're a year away and who's bringing Larry home Suns Phoenix yeah, yeah. I think there was an injustice done to them last year to be honest I don't think it was an injustice I just don't think they were ready you gotta lose one and win one and all that yeah. The re-emergence. I've been in agreement a lot on them. Yeah. yeah. Who have you got? Yeah. I have gone with Golden State. 
and Phoenix in the West, but I've gone with Philly and Milwaukee in the East. And I've gone with Phoenix over Milwaukee. But I think it'll be tough. I think it'll be 4 3. I think it'll go to game 7. The Phoenix emergence is mad, and to think that they did not want to pay Aiton. Yeah, they almost blew up a, a dynasty before it even started. Sarver just sure couldn't it's... get out of his own fucking way here. And he's in. He's uh, they're looking for answers about his investigation now as well. The the one that seems to have been buried yeah. deep down. But yeah, no Phoenix. I can't look past Phoenix. Not. Now we've had teams that won sixty games before, reasonably handy, only for them to flame out at some stage and in the Western playoffs. But I don't think the West is nearly as good as years where that has happened the start of the season. doesn't yeah. even seem as strong as it seems at the start of the season to be fair no and even when um, you've like the Timberwolves in your 7th seed like what what's going yeah. on maybe Carl Anthony Towns is finally coming of age I um, don't think it's Carl Anthony I think if you were going to give anyone the credit I think it's Edwards Edwards is a dog man mm-hmm. 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 he good to see though didn't we needed that we needed minutes over to be somewhat successful they're kind of the the lost franchise for for a long time to be fair since well, to have since two young players of that caliber and not be doing nothing with them so yeah it, it is important i do think it's important that they get somewhere fair okay i think that's i think that's us um the last thing just touch one this week's have you seen this it's not a sport we typically cover but the afl i think it's in its third round new season um, this week's have you seen this is Lance Franklin Sydney Swans legend kicked his 1000 goal in the AFL the weekend he's just the 6th man in history to do so and the scenes are phenomenal all the fans basically rushing in the middle of the game it's not, a, not like it's a walk off shot it's like there's a lot left to play in the game and all the fans just running not a single mobile phone to be seen oh, it's brilliant it's uh, brilliant watching now I wasn't going to say that. Oh, you're not? No, I was just, I was, I was busy. I was just leaning in just to see, like, could I just put you off there right at the end? <laughs> you got to bear in mind, when you lean into your mic, you go off screen. So I just see the shoulder, and like, I was going to say something. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. weird. Um, I need to... Weird setup now. I need to work on uh, my presenting skills for get the big gig placement. at, like, BBC or something like that. I'm sure who knows. Oh, no, mate. Mate, no. You're, uh, you're, like, conspiracy videos on YouTube. That's your big... Yeah, I feel like it could do that. It's like, yeah, have had COVID now multiple times to tell you that, and hadn't they ever tell you it's a lie? <laughs> fair, fair. You've a head for. Um, <coughs> we'll yeah. be back next week, and we should have a full complement. Um, but look, something key, there, are, there always seems to be something these last few weeks to transpire to it being a two-man show. Um, but I suppose that's all from me. That is all from me. Thank you. And good night.